0: Everything's coming up, to timberwolves yeah, yeah,
1: in the zone, simple dedication to the team when you're in the know, timberwolves yeah, yeah, in the soul, lifting all the positivity for the wolves to grow, so, where we going from here, man, we listen week to week to get the clearest to clear, recaps, got that, south cap, got that, team ads, got that, so tell me what they do not have, huh, how dare you foolish question to ask but i don't mean to go brag but boy they got all the stats and they could go all the way back from kg to zerbiak and all i'm saying is that the cast a one-stop shot for my timber wolves timber wolves ain't a thing falling everything's coming up timber wolves timber wolves falling from the autumn, ain't nobody gonna stop him it's the timber
2: Just in for a reason, we have a breaking news alert here, a trade in the NBA. Utah Jazz are sending Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves in exchange. Utah receives, are you ready, Malik Beasley, our friend Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Walker Kessler, who was Minnesota's first-round pick just this year, and multiple future
1: first-round picks. Holy Foo.
0: That was kind of my reaction when I heard uh, the news today. By the way, this is the Everything's Coming Up Timberwolves podcast. My name is Gabe Anderson, and I'm joined, as always, by Chris Emerson. Chris, how are we doing?
2: Uh, We're intrigued. We're intrigued.
0: We are intrigued. All right. That, that's, a, that's a good way to put it. I am personally on cloud nine, but intrigued. I like that word. And Jared good. Jared missed a couple podcasts in the past. Uh, it's good to have you back though. Jared, how are we doing?
3: i uh, doing good. I'm uh, probably uh, a little bit higher on this deal than maybe the rest of the guys in the room, but I, I like this one.
0: I, I am super high on this one. So, So let's just get to it and we'll start with you chris what was your initial reaction when you heard uh, gobert coming to minnesota in exchange for those guys that were mentioned in the intro and then a bunch of picks what was your initial reaction
2: um so my my initial reaction is i thought dilo was going to be involved to make money work and i was like so who's the point guard you know Mm -hmm. um then when i saw he wasn't there and i saw mcdaniels wasn't there um I'm all for it, you know, I'm all for it for the main reason, um, take a swing, you know, if you look at the history of the NBA, it's usually dominated, you know, each decades dominated by like one or two teams and uh, to get to be that team that's actually in the hunt, uh, you know, you either got to be real lucky or real bold. And I think we uh, we got a little bit of both with uh, Anthony Edwards, and now making this bold move for Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. I
0: think
2: we uh, we got
0: a. You still there? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think I was trying to promote something. Eh, sorry about that, uh, Jared. Your initial reaction? Back on track. Okay, here we go. Um, Jared, did you hear me? My initial okay. reaction
3: was um, I, I thought it was kind of a haul. Um, for Grobert, you know, like looking at it on paper, you, you think four first-round picks um, plus a lot of what would be our bench players um, and, and, you know, pretty significant role players that were on this team last year. Um, but then, you know, I think about it and we got to remember these picks are going to be in the 20 So these are more closer to second-round picks than they will be. For I mean, you know, you can hit a, a home run in those – in those slots, but they're kind of rare, you know. So um, after mm-hmm. kind of like thinking about that, I thought, you know, I'm down with it because, well, you know, we talked a lot about foul trouble last year, and I think this really, really helps our issue with fouls um, because Cat doesn't have to play the five anymore. Um, he doesn't have to try and be a rim protector um, like he did in the past. Um, so I think that's he's a really at, big problem. He's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and so I think that's a really, you know, a big thing. You know, we just signed this guy to a hundred twenty million dollar four four-year contract and letting him have, like, a little bit of less pressure and just go out there and be himself, you know, instead of, you know, constantly battling fouls. I joked earlier that he averaged 5.2 fouls per game. I don't know what the exact number was, but it sounded pretty correct to me because he was in foul trouble all the time. Um, yeah. Tim Rose got killed on the glass last year um, almost – Repeatedly, you know, and Gobert plays defense. He doesn't foul, and you know he gets rebounds. I mean, I think this is a huge add for the Timberwolves. Was it? Was it? You know, quite the package, absolutely. But if you're going to add a guy like that, I think you know, um, you know, you got to take your chances. Um, for the first time in a long time, I think we have a championship window. Um, I can't say that that I've said that in the past 15, 20 years.
0: Right. And, and and here's the thing. And I even look at the players that we got rid of, particularly without giving up Delo And it doesn't hurt me that much. I mean, okay, Beasley, he he had some games, right? He had some games where he went off and maybe won us one or two games last year because he had a great game. Patrick Beverly, he's replaceable. He was kind of a one-year guy that kind of bring in, change the culture a little bit and, and maybe spark uh maybe spark some some guys and lead them in the right direction and get the fan base in the right direction. Uh Walker, we have no idea. Um uh let's see who else Vando kind of an energy guy but not irreplaceable by any means. I mean I mean like and then picks we have no idea. Like for example in our starting lineup right now we have one guy that was that was drafted in the 20s and that's McDaniels anyway. So I mean, I I don't know. It doesn't hurt me that bad. Chris, go ahead.
2: I uh, when we were talking about the nineteenth pick, um, and and uh, I think Tim Connolly said when they're talking about like the impact that the nineteenth pick might have. This is before the draft, obviously. Um, he said I don't think that there was one player drafted in that range that got any minutes in the playoffs, like with like the final four teams, you know. So like, if you want to be a real team, more than likely you don't have a rookie, you know, getting that type of minutes, you know, so like right away, you know, he wasn't going to, you know, uh, Kessler wasn't going to do anything. Um, When it comes down to it is let's roll through those picks. I just did a little thing and said, I'm going to go to 22nd. You know, 22nd pick in the draft. More than likely we'll be better than that. So we'll be picking beyond that. But 20, 22 is my lucky number. So I went with that. And I went back four years. And I said, let's get the last four. You know, well, I went back eight years because you have to skip a year. Here's the last guys that were drafted, you know, around 22nd. So in 2014, young man named Jordan Adams. Heard of him? I haven't. Um, 2016, a guy drafted 22nd. Ma- uh, Malachi Richardson. I haven't heard of him. So then we go 2018, Chandler Hutchinson. I haven't heard of him. Then you go 2020. Zeke Naji. I've heard of him because he's from Minnesota, and he's an OK role player for Denver. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to tell you the package was Walker Kessler, Jordan Adams, Malachi Richardson and Chandler Hutchinson and Zeke Naji, are you going to be disappointed? You're not, you know? No. So, I mean, of course, of course it's a crapshoot. More than likely the Jazz will use some of those picks to uh, package to, you know, get other players. But if we're talking actual picks and if they end up – I mean, those are the 22nd pick. You know, more than likely we'll be drafted – I mean, we dang near drafted there right now without him. So – Right. I mean, the picks The picks. I'm not worried about. Pick swaps, I'll give you all the pick swaps. I'm never worried about pick swaps if you're getting a better player because your team's going to be better probably. Of course, there's a lot of probabilities involved. But, you know, you get a guy who's a three-time defensive player of the year. Um, he's going to help us dramatically. We're better today than we were yesterday. The I question agree. Is, is, what is Finch going to do with these two bigs? You know, that's going to be the interesting thing. He's done it before with Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins. He, uh, you know, he he put the offense together with Nurkic and uh, jo- uh, the Joker. So, I mean, he's played with these two big, two big style before, so maybe he's got something up his sleeve. Um, mm-hmm. That's what's going to be interesting. What helps is that Carl Anthony Towns basically plays like a small forward. So, you know, it's not going to exactly be two big guys clogging the paint. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean – Take a swing, swing for a home run. Let's see what happens.
0: Right, and yeah, and joining us is uh, Gerson. Is it aguire Is that yeah, yeah, Aguire. Okay. okay, he is. You live in Utah, right? Or yeah, yeah I do. I live in Utah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so what what does this look what does this look like? Kind of from a jazz perspective.
1: I get Chris's point, where what are those picks going to be? But I don't think the Jazz are going to use those picks for like you know, hey, let's wait and hope Minnesota does bad. I think they're going to use those things to retool. They're not going to rebuild. They already said they're going to keep Mitchell. And we knew since the COVID pandemic, when Rudy did that whole, touch the mic and then Donovan Mitchell got COVID and blah, blah, blah. They had a fallout, you know. And with the coach, you know, leaving, we knew there was something there. And today, I don't know, I I know you guys saw it, where Brian Windhorst light who? There's this Utah Jazz. Watch out. Like, dude, like, we, we knew this was coming. But five first-round picks is a lot. You really have to think about it because you never know when an injury can happen. Look at the Warriors. Sure. I mean, the Warriors were what? Still considered a top team. And then Curry got hurt. Then Clay Thompson got hurt. And I'm not, I'm not wishing anybody to get hurt ever. But right. you never know. I mean, you guys paid up, but you guys got a three-time defense player of the year. that with him and Kat, no one's gonna do anything down there. I mean, I I can see nicknames already, the Twin Tower, you know. But yeah. it's gonna be awesome for you guys. For us, it's more for just a rebuild tool, you know. Um I've heard yeah, yeah. I heard rumors they already want to try to go after Aiden. So uh but like overall you guys got a defensive player of the year locked up in his contract. Yes it's a it's a lot of money, but I can't see any of those guys that you guys traded away turning out to be a defensive player of the year or I mean being this good a uh, what do you call it the win metric? The defensive uh, win metric. Um, you know, impact on you guys' team. I'm telling you guys, watching Rudy every game, it's like it was a it was an honor. It was an honor because it reminded me of Mark Eaton. I mean, back in them days, you know. It reminded me I love me, like, Mark Eaton. Yeah, and, and, and the, thing, the thing about Rudy, he's passionate about basketball. And you need that on a team, you know? And he cares about the team. He cares about the community. Um, I think it can be big for you guys. I'm excited to see how he does on you guys' team. I'm just curious, like, the rotation. Yeah, it might be a little bit. But Cat can play to four. He can play to four easily. I mean, Cat so athletically gifted, and he can do everything. And Rudy being down there, Cat doesn't have to worry about getting fouled no more, you know. Rudy's mm-hmm. really good at getting out of foul trouble.
0: Yeah, and something some that we were talking about last episode was we thought with the drafting of Walker Kessler, that might close the door on Nas Reed. Doors wide open for him now as a backup, and, and I, I love that as well. Also, this elevates, particularly with all the guys we gave up, this elevates someone like Jalen Noel. He's now a huge player off the bench. Uh, as well. Um, uh, Chris, go ahead. What do you got?
2: Well, one of my favorite things about Rudy Gobert, and it's something that I loved about um, real young uh, Kevin Love and something I loved about real young um, the Greek freak, is guys that make tons and tons of impact without needing the ball. Mm -hmm. So, like, Rudy Gobert is going to impact your team at an all-NBA level And you don't need to dump him the ball. He's not taking up shots. He's not doing any of that. I mean, he gets his buckets off putbacks, off lobs, off the easy stuff. So he's not taking shots from Anthony Edwards. He's not taking shots from Carl Mm -hmm. Anthony Towns. To get a guy that can make that much impact and still not take a lot of your, you know, a lot of usage. I mean, that's worth its weight in gold. So, I mean, it's going to be fun to see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, I, I was just thinking about this. We finally have a big guy who's a lob threat at the rim. Like we haven't had that finally. in 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 a long time. Jared, go ahead.
3: Yeah, uh, my I guess, my really my only concern with this trade is is our our bench depth depth is now very thin. Um, we're very yep. very thin off the bench. Um, but you know, free agency still going on. Um, we still have a question mark with what's going to happen with Delo. Um. Will he be on this team? I mean, it, it kind of seems like we're, we were shopping him around or it was said that we were shopping around, and there, maybe there not, might not be any buyers for him. Like, he's on a you know pretty hefty contract too. Um, and I know Chris knows a little bit more about the d stuff than I do, but, I mean, the Timberwolves aren't done yet. Um, I think Chris earlier this week said we still have 10, $10.5 million in caps um, to get some bench oh, help. We did. Um, not <laughs> <anymore>. we might <laughs> Not
2: yeah, we did. Well, no, we did, right? Then we signed slow-mo to eight of it. So then we've got about, oh. you know, eight left or something like that. But what's interesting is, so we've got three roster spots open now. Um, And so we've got about, you know, seven or eight left in the mid-level exception we can use on a guy. We should be able to get an okay guy for that. I mean, you know, mm. slow-mo a solid ball player right there. So if we get a guy with his quality – that would be great. Maybe. I mean, I've been talking about it, but I don't know what Dennis Schroeder is going to go for. But if we can get, you know, a guard that can come in and be an instant impact behind Dilo, that would be huge. And then there's a thing called the biannual um, exception, which every other year you can use. And that's another four million dollars. And we didn't use that. Most teams don't use it. Um, but this type of move is pretty much saying that our owners are fine paying luxury tax. So we're going to be going in the luxury tax. Um, so with that 4 million, with another 7 million, those are solid vets, you know, like guys like DeAndre Jordan are si- or not DeAndre Jordan, um, Andre Drum- Drummond are signing for like three, 4 million right now. So we might be able to get a couple of solid guys, hopefully some shooters to go in there. And uh, I mean, we've, we went from, you know, maybe making the playoffs in a super competitive West to right now. I mean, two years ago, the Jazz were the number one team in the West and their roster was, you know, pretty much what we have, except I would say ours is a little better. I mean, other than other than Gobert, which obviously matches out, they had Mitchell, which I'll throw Ant at Mitchell, similar type players. They had um, Connolly. We've got D'Lo and they had Royce O'Neal. And we've got McDaniels, you know, so kind of a defensive only kind of guy on both of them. So they're similar lineups. The only mm-hmm. difference is they had both Bogdanovich, and uh we've got Carl Anthony Towns. So right, I would take that. I think yeah, absolutely.
0: absolutely, absolutely, and just just throwing at it, and I know everyone's talked about this, but just the potential of having uh D at the one and at the two. Uh, McDaniels at the three, Towns at the four, and then Gobert at the five.
1: It's
3: a that,
0: long that, that's, lineup. That's death row right there. Uh, Gerson, you had some.
1: I think um, one of the biggest things Rudy can do, too, for you guys is uh, the fact that he can defend all position. I know it sounds weird saying that, but when you switch on Rudy, the only way you're going to beat him is that outside three. But if you have Cat there, Cat can cover those ground, too. But – yeah, you guys, his team and is McDaniels. sick. Yeah, McDaniel. Yeah, his team is sick. I mean, you got an upcoming star in um, – well, he's already a star in Ant. And then D'Angelo Russell. I mean, I think this is his last year here. I mean, not going to be – I don't think you yeah. guys want to extend I him. Um, but I don't think – you guys You guys also got Terry on Prince, didn't you? Yep.
2: yep. We he resound like 40% the last yeah. half of the year.
1: Yeah, so I don't think you guys are as bad as a team. I just think if you add a couple of those players, like Chris was talking about, you guys will be a solid team. As of right now, I have you guys at a top four team in the in the West. You know, I'll so take it. I mean, the only team I can think of better is uh, the is. Warriors, Clip, uh, Clippers. Yeah, if they stay healthy, if they're healthy, um, um, the Clippers, the Warriors. Um, who else? Let's see. Not the Jazz, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Denver, yeah. Not. Phoenix, maybe Denver, yeah. I mean, it's we're gonna be battling.
1: Yeah. It,
2: it, the
3: West yeah, is it. tough, but
1: Memphis Grizzlies, maybe you know, they're up there. I don't think the Phoenix Suns will be up there anymore. I think they're gonna fall down. Uh, Dallas Maverick could be up there, but in, if I were to pick, I think the number one team will be uh, the Warriors, then Memphis Grizzlies,
0: Maverick, and then the T-Wo. Yeah, I, I, I almost I put us ahead of the Mavericks to be completely honest with this latest mm-hmm. move, particularly with them losing Jalen Brunson. I, I don't now obviously I don't think they should have paid Jalen Brunson what they did uh, or what the Knicks gave him. but man, man, that's gonna be a tough loss and something for them to uh to to recover and, and and replace him at point guard. But yeah, I mean it's a move. How about how about this? Tim Conley within a month of getting hired as the Wolves uh, player of basketball operations or whatever he is, makes a huge move, makes, makes a move that some that some uh, some some people in that position don't make in an entire career. And he steps in, makes the moves, absolutely no fear, day two of free agency. He steps in, saw what he likes, and got it done. And I – that that's what we wanted, right? I mean, we 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 called the episode um, where we talked about the hiring of Tim Connolly, We called it big game hunting because we thought that's what A Rod and Laurie wanted in their uh, president. And look at what they did; they went and got their guy.
2: Yeah, it's
0: yeah. gonna be. Yeah, crazy. I,
3: it's it's gonna be fun to see. Yeah, Garrett. Go yeah, ahead. You know, it was it was kind of it was kind of funny. You know, um, yeah. I- forwarded this message to you in our group chat but girls about this um back on Tuesday and when when I kind of read it I was like hmm and he said well we're definitely shopping them around and I'm like well and then you know here we are on Friday and we got a deal you know it's kind of <laughs> and and someone someone else in our group chat said who's your source I said I don't know that's a Utah fan <laughs> you know so it's kind of kind of fun to see stuff go down like that and have a little bit of an inside scoop.
1: I'm not gonna lie, guys, like I'm so jealous. Like you guys have no idea how great of a player I, I I get that nobody loves Rudy as much as probably a jazz fan, but I think you guys understand that being T-Wolf fans, right? Nobody loves your player as much as a T Wolf fan, right? Right. And I say just based right. on I argue with Jared every day about the T Wolf, you know? So <laughs> I, I know this, but I'm telling you guys Rudy is gonna be really special. He's fun to watch. Um, just to watch him every day on the court and how hard he plays. You're going to be excited i mean like oh man i can't tell you i'm just getting goosebumps right now just talking about it that's how excited i am for you guys um it, it's crazy because tim connery first back at denver gm in 2013 he traded out of the 27th pick and that the jazz selected rudy gobert and now connery is you guys at gm and now he has rudy gobert so he must
0: be happy <laughs> yeah. yeah chris go ahead the funny thing
2: about- about that 2013 draft of Connolly's is he, he made a comment about it um, in one of his first press conferences. And he said, you know, he, he had a chance um, early on as a GM to draft a guy as a draft and stash um, a Euro guy. And he didn't, and he thinks, and it's come back to haunt him. And I'm guessing <laughs> that that's who he was talking about. So he's went full circle on that. Um One thing that I think might be overlooked and maybe shouldn't be is Carl Anthony Towns has never been pushed. Like he's always been the alpha big man. He's always been the guy that's kind of, you know, seemed like it's a little too comfortable for him to be the quote unquote leader or like the guy everyone looks to. Now he's got Rudy Gobert, who him and Gobert have kind of had back and forth with who's getting, um, you know, All-NBA, who's getting a vote for the All-Star game. They've kind of had like almost a rivalry in voting that way. Mm -hmm. And now with Anthony Edwards stepping up, this might be a big year for Carl Anthony Towns to put up or shut up. You know, he signed this big contract. So, I mean, it might push him too. So um, competition, you know, is a good thing on all levels.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And that's kind of why I love this Gobert move right now. It's just like – As much as we have, like, a young core, like McDaniels, and stuff like that, we still got to be in win-now mode, right? Because Cat's not getting any younger. I mean, uh, Ant, he's getting close to his prime. I'm not sure if he's in his prime yet. But year three, that's about when they start. That's close to when they start to their prime most most of the time. So, I mean. We definitely have a window. What's that? Definitely got a window to win. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I I just I just think we got to win now. And hey, if if we if this gets us closer to a championship, and and even even if even if that pick to Utah in twenty twenty nine is like a good pick after we win a championship, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll exchange that. Absolutely.
2: <laughs>
0: For sure. I think on the – Now be... all
2: eyes are on D. Low. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw, but on the trade machine on ESPN, you guys, this, this was this trade, a um, uh, plus-five win. And plus-five wins is a big swing in the West, you know? That's probably, oh, yeah. I mean, that's what, top three right now you guys would have been? You know? I'll tell and, you. Uh, and that's a negative eight win for the Jazz. So, I mean, that's, that shows how valuable Rudy is. I mean, um, I'm excited for you guys. I got to head out, but
0: thanks for having me. Actually, you know what? We we, we got to go as well. I got to head out as well. But, guys, thanks so much for being here. Gerson, thanks for being here. Uh, uh, Jared, thanks for being here. Chris, as always, thanks for being here. There's more. Uh, I'm seeing in the chat people want us to talk d Upcoming podcasts come up for that, and we yes. will talk extensively, particularly if something happens. Uh, long, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, also, guys, we are in a basically in a rush. You're trying to get to 150 subscribers. So, if you can help out with that, hit the subscribe button, uh, hit the bell so you never miss an episode, and follow us, of course, and give us a five star rating on Spotify. And this is the Everything's Coming Up Timberwolves podcast. And as always, go, Wolves.